Hello, this is Christy Kendall with the Align Yourself to Success podcast. And around here, our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. When you begin with your mind and alignment, you are limitless and you are powerful. And today we have with us Ms. Love Doctor. Tasha Keys is going to be sharing with us her keys to love and how to conquer everything with love. So welcome. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're excited to have you on here. We were, I'm I, super was excited. My, I was telling my friend, <laughs> I told him what your name was. And he said, well, you said that like, <laughs> like a commercial. So I was like, well, maybe that'll come through on the podcast. Cause you know, it, it, it. kind of has a, it rolls, you know, like if yeah. you say it, it's like, really? And usually if I give someone my business card, they read it themselves. It seems like everybody has the same nice love tone to it when they say it like miss mm-hmm. love doctor like, yes yes, yes. Me. we love it so share with us your story your journey how did you get here teaching us about love love wow um we're all born of love we're made of love and once you begin to heal and tap into your inner self things start to come about that you don't necessarily foresee you know but our manifestation and our story is always real. It was always written. So this is who I've always been, but I didn't know that this is who I was. I didn't know that this was my, the, my name, you know, for it as Miss Love Doctor. But I have always been a helper. I've always been a, a human-based person. I've always about human, humanity, human kindness, us, we, let's, togetherness. Um, since a child, I was a PCA at 16 years old within a brain injury institute. So I have been working with helping people my whole entire life. I went to college to be an accountant because I was going to be this great business person. Then I saw me, you know, working in this Fortune 500 company and um, I moved to Vegas and they didn't accept any of my credits. Uh-uh. And when I went back to college, I'm like, okay, I'll go back. I literally had a panic attack because it was numbers. It was this, it was all that. I didn't take any refresher courses. Now, looking back, I didn't take any refresher courses. So I didn't equip myself with the accounting knowledge that I once had. And I was already working in a case management company doing human services and group therapy. And they're like, you just need to go to school for therapy because this is what you do. And I was like, "Eh, I don't know who I want to help. I don't know what I want to do. Where do I want to be? I want to help homeless people. I I feel there should not ever be homeless, ever. Um, I want to help single mothers. I want to help LGBTQ. I want to help everybody. I want to help humans, right? And, you know, when you go to college, they're like, you have to pick a niche. You can't be all over the place. And I'm like, I can't narrow it down. So I just went for human studies. I did human studies. And that's an umbrella over everything and everybody, right? Human studies. And I got my bachelor's. But in the midst of it, I'm really trying to hone in on what's going to, what am I going to do when I finish college? Who am I going to be? Who am I going to service? Who am I going to help? And I can't, I'm like, okay, well, I'll help helpers. We'll help police officers, governors, we'll help people who help people so that they're good people and then they can help people, right? 
And um, then I was like, but what about the regular people? Like they the ones who need the help because of all the things that's going on with the bigger people. Like I'm all over the place, literally, but all along my heart has always been to marriage and family, marriage and family, marriage and family. If we have stronger marriages and we have stronger families, we have stronger humans that will be stronger helpers and police officers and all these different people. So if we start in the home where the heart is, possibly that's what can heal everybody else, right? But all along, I would give like, people will come to me for advice all the time. When I say people, I mean strangers. I mean at Petco, I mean at Wells Fargo, wherever, anywhere, right? And But when I would talk to like my friends or if I would give relationship advice, I would always joke around and say, just tip the love doctor, right? And then in college, they said, where will you be in five years? And naturally just wrote it. I will be the number one love doctor. Forgot all about it, right? You know, you do it, you it goes away. And then I found a vision board. And this is in the midst of me watching it come to life. I'm watching it come to life at this point because I'm in college and I can't figure out what to do. And naturally, I just, I'm going to be a life coach. I'm going to also be a life coach while I'm in college. So senior year of college, I get certified as a life coach. What kind of life coach am I going to be? I'm always talking about restoring, repairing, restoration. I'm a restoration life coach. I help people restore and repair themselves back into their authentic selves so that they can love themselves fully and wholly. If we can be full, we can be whole, our cup can overflow, then we can be loving human beings to everyone, right? But I still haven't gotten away from that family dynamic. So I went back and I got my certification for relationship coaching. I want to be an essential relationship coach because relationships are essential. It's something that we all need. It's something that we can't get away from. You have a relationship with your barista, right? You see this person every day. You have to be cordial to them. They need to be cordial to you. It's the way the, the interaction of exchange of energy work. We should be cordial to each other. We should be nice to each other. We shouldn't be nasty to each other. So we need these essential relationships. And in the process of it, I had to take a class on sexuality and my whole entire spirit pulled me to doula. My whole entire, I was looking up certifications while I was still in my class, listening to the presentation. I looked up the certification and I paid for it while I was still in my hour and 25 minute course, right? Everything about it, it became the core of me because the thought of the process of life and how unvalued it is and how unvalued the woman is, we have to start to pour into the woman because every single person on this earth is here because of her. So I didn't want to become a birthing doula. I want to become a postpartum doula so we can pour into, repair, restore this woman because she's a woman first, then she's a mother, then she's a wife, but she's a woman first. We have to repair her because she is, we are her. Like we are the birth givers of this earth, the whole entire earth. So it's just a little bit of my story of how I became and who I am and what I stand for and a lot of my core values. I believe in everything that I just said. Yeah, I love it. So before we get started, we're gonna pull a card. And okay. your card, which of your clients has surprised you the most? Woo! oh, 
in which field? <laughs> As a love doctor. Um, I would say um, I have a client that had me create a 40 days of healing process for them. Um, I did not know what that looked like. I didn't know how I was going to do that. But in my mind, I thought I was going to create this 40, literally 40 days of activities and everything like that. Throughout the process, we know that that's not how it works. We just have to talk to whoever shows up when we get on the phone. Um, but I don't know if she noticed that I noticed that everything that she set out and she manifested for and every all the healing that she's done, all the releasing that she's done is literally a golden brick road right before her. Every single thing that she sought out to do, all the things that I'm watching her blossom. And it's not that she surprised me, but it's just beautiful to see and to be able to witness, you know, and just to see that that healing does work like it works and we can be relieved and we can be anything that we put our minds to yeah I love that mm-hmm. and you know you could get the same results with everybody every single time for so many years and it's still give, it's still that mind-blowing like you just blow your own mind mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. this day something happens and I'm like damn <laughs> and they're all unique they're all different so yeah. it's actually pretty beautiful it is So what is the key healing foundation of love in your business? Um, Self. If you can't look at self, if you can't love self, if you can't deal with self, you can't sit with self, you can't forgive self. If you can't, it's all about yourself. Everything that we touch every key that it unlocks anything is dealing with yourself once you can look within and love yourself I think the sky is the limit there's this thing that I hear all the time that you have to love yourself in order to be loved by somebody else and I sat with that for a long time I've heard it forever and ever and I really sat with that for a long time and my conclusion is you can absolutely love other people and not love yourself but what's your take on it? Like I, I see people and, and that applied to me. It took me a long time to really get to a place of true self-value. I loved things or parts, or I loved myself when I was successful or, you know, whatever. But when it came down to really, really, the, you know, those really deep moments when you have to really stand in your value for yourself, stand up for yourself or Absolutely. recognize patterns of not being treated right your whole life and really stand in that that's when I really could see how well I've always loved others and not myself. Mm-hmm. What's your, what's your take on it? Honestly, I think we're taught to love others and not ourselves. We're taught to share, share with this person, be nice to this person, be kind, do this. Nobody ever tells you as a little kid, be really nice to yourself. Love yourself. Some people do. Let me not say nobody. I have to watch my verbiage, but some are not taught and some were not taught by previous generations after generations after generations. So sometimes once we can sit in it and realize it's okay to love yourself, you have to love yourself. You are value. You are, every, you are, you are you, like there is no other you. So it's, at some point we have to teach ourselves that loving ourselves should be first. Share with yourself, you know, be, it's not selfish 
you're being just about yourself, but not saying being, if you're kinder to yourself, you're more inclined to be kinder with to others. If you have more gratitude within yourself, you're more nicer to other people. You show up to work nicer. You're a little more happier. You're a little more refreshed. You're not nasty. You're not with drama. You don't have all this turmoil following you all around because you're just walking around full of love. What's wrong with that, right? And if you don't pour into yourself, you don't have anything to give anyone else. So I'm loving you. I'm loving you. I'm loving you so hard. Can't you see how much I'm loving you? But they're looking at you like, well, where's the love within you? Like you've given me all you got. So now what do you have left? And once this person leaves, which they can, because nobody's promised to us. Now, what do we do? How do we fill our cup back up? We should be so full. Even if they left, we're okay, right? Like. People leave. That's what happens. <laughs> it's a journey, but I think that we have to start to pour it into our children immediately, like in the womb. And that's why it's important for these pregnant women to be happy and healthy and in good spirits the whole entire pregnancy, because it literally starts in the womb. Yeah, I agree with that. Absolutely. A hundred percent. There's so many, you know, I've worked, I've done this for years and years and years. And so many times that, that the healing goes all the way back to baby in the womb. And the thing about it is you're just this open spirit. You don't have any of those, you know, filters in place yet. You're just a, a light and you're feeling everybody's everything and you feel stress and you feel anger and you feel, you feel all of it. All these emotions, you don't know what they are. They're very new. So when I talk to parents, I always have to remind them. One thing's first, you were the same little said baby. And what did you need? Like, think about that first. What did you need? What did you need when you were a teenager? What did you need in your 20s? Depending on how old you are, you knew what you needed then. So try to be more aware of what they may be needing now. These children need us more than people want to let on to because they're hurting too. Mm -hmm. And if it started in the womb, if your mom was going through all this turmoil while you were inside, you felt every last emotion she felt. Mm -hmm. So now you're out here in this world trying to figure things out and you just need, we need healthy, strong, supportive human beings to raise these children (laughs) with an S. (laughs) Yeah, the foundation of every human being is just love and acceptance. Mm-hmm. Love and acceptance. Mm-hmm. It's like appreciate their personality right where they're at. Because if you think about it, when we're all older, like an older person will tell you, like, you are you, you are still the same. Like, I remember when you were little, you did X, Y, Z. Like, which means I've always been this person. Yeah. I just needed someone else to help me to fill it and pour it in and create it and structure and mold it into something even more beautiful. Yeah. I have a granddaughter. She's almost four months old and in the womb, that girl went through a lot of trauma, you know, and I I was like, what is this baby going to, you know, is she going to be so fussy (laughs) or whatever? And this little girl came out just smiley and giggly with the best demeanor. I'm like, this girl understood the assignment. (laughs) Like how did love like pure love babies is pure love that's love when they come out they're so pure they haven't been tainted to literally anything until maybe like five or ten minutes later but (laughs) (laughs) now they're like what is going on but 
pure love. As soon as you met her, you were like, oh my God, melted your heart, right? Yes, yes. It was completely different experience than having a baby, you know, being on the side of it where you love a human being, you know, without being the mother at that level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely an amazing experience. And I'm sure everybody yeah. talks about it. Well, you, you know, you hear people talk about that, that being a grandparent is the best thing ever. And it is, yes. <laughs> it is, you get to love yes. no other problem. I think it's so cute that my friends are grandparents. Like we're, we're transitioning guys. You guys are grandparents now. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how people can work with you, what you have out there for people to be able to reach you, find out more about your amazing work. Um, definitely. Um, my website is keysroyalty.com. I am on all social media platforms at Ms. Love Doctor, M-I-Z-Z-L-O-V-E-D-O-C-T-O-R. Um, I am definitely on Hot 702.5 FM every Wednesday at 4 p.m. We are talking about love. We have a show called Let's Talk Love. I have a co-host, Miss Beauty on the Beat. And we talk about where things matter to the heart. Um, As far as pouring into self and providing self-love, I do provide restoration life coaching for people who would like to repair themselves, who would like to look within and restore, reset, replenish, and, you know, be refreshed and renewed um, because we deserve it. We deserve to give ourselves a second chance every chance we get. And forgiveness is key. Um, that's, That's for those who just want to work on themselves. But those who would like to work as, a relationship or a family, um, we have essential coaching where creating a healthy dynamic in the family is, is the core and it's the center. Um, we have to take those steps to be better every day and to be better people to ourselves and others. Sometimes you have to take that time and check in and say, hey, how can I be a better friend to you, Christy, like, what can I do to be there for you? You know, because sometimes things change. We change, we grow, we, we are all transitioning through life. So it's easier if you have somebody to help you with those transitions and just transition into a, you know, a more essential uh, side of things. (laughs) I'm starting to get nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I have, so I had this theory the other day And I was talking about when you're entering into a relationship. And for me, I feel like it's at this stage of my life, non-negotiable to when you're at that level in a relationship where you're ready to go to the next level, like you're seriously going to commit and work towards marriage. That's when you hire a relationship coach or a love doctor or, you know, seek an expert to really set you in a foundation where the communication is going to be good and where you really understand each other and how to work with each other. What's your, what's your thoughts about that? And is that something you've ever done with a client or potential client? Yes, absolutely. Um, I believe that it's, it's, it's key if you want to get to the core of each other as human beings, because you have to understand the fact that you are bringing two totally different lives together as one. 
And you have to know if you're able to even, you know, be able to mend and mesh together in the smallest of ways, as if like, do you leave the ketchup messy at the top or do you clean that off? You know, it's just, it's like you said, it's, it's a place to where see if this relationship will stand the test of time. And sometimes people find out that they're, they're great friends and maybe that's how they should structure their relationship as a friendship. But people have to be friends first and people have to want to really want to have this connection with people to be in a relationship that is going to move to the next level where you're really talking about marriage. And I'm not talking about we get married, we fall out, we don't like each other, we get divorced. Like divorce rate is very high. Why? Are we really genuinely choosing our life mate together, us, like a decision that we're making? Or are we just going with the flow and we're doing what society says that we should do? Or just copping out when things get hard. (laughs) Yeah, but what's hard? Like you should already know what hard looks like between the two of you before you get into it because life, life, life is happening. And we have to be very aware of that core thing. So we can't allow life to be what makes it hard. I just made a post on Facebook the other day. I said, what makes love and relationships hard? And I'm just reading the comments and people are like, oh God, you know, it's a commitment to have, to try to be this and that. Then I'm thinking, "Mm, you shouldn't want to have to try to do that. Yeah. It should come very naturally, you know? Um, because this is something that I want to do. Oh, the thing. Is it cutting out? No, not on my end. Somebody's calling in, but um, yeah. So it's I, I see it a little bit. Di- I, I I do agree with your your statement to begin with, and I just went all over the place. But I I I don't see love as hard. I don't see relationships as hard. Because if this is something that doesn't work for us, we should be in a healed place, right? Healthy place to have a conversation with each other and says, this isn't working for me. This isn't working for me. And we're both able to have this conversation and take constructive criticism. So if I take this criticism, either I can agree, I can't give you that. I can't, I'm not willing to change that, or I'm not willing to be that, or this is just not going to work out for us. So it should never be to a place where like, oh, like this relationship is hard. Like, I don't see it like that. I see it working and I see it being a loving, healthy relationship. I keep focusing on the healthy part because if you don't have a healthy relationship, it's unhealthy, right? So I don't see love being hard. I do see seeing a coach to make sure that this is something that you really want to do. And if I give you this type of homework and you are able to excel like that, then maybe this is something for you. Maybe it is easy for you. Maybe it is a breeze because loving you is something I want to do. Mm-hmm. I love that. Loving you is something I want to do. I want to love you. Like I want, I, I literally love everybody. I literally can see the good in everybody. I literally can pick out and understand what happened in someone's life that changed because we always have to go back to this. Just like you said, that baby went through some trauma inside the womb, but she came out full of love, right? But then we always want to judge someone when let's say when they're like 
35, right? Maybe they got into some drugs. Maybe they got into this and they got into that. Now they're this person. We're only seeing them as this person. We forgot about little Shane when she was little and she was this bubbly, bright girl. You know, it's almost like we forget the human core of humanity, the kindness, the love. I literally can love everybody because it's what I want to do. There's no reason for me to have hate for anybody. I love that. That's a, that's really beautiful. I can love anybody because that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. That's a good note. <laughs> well, thank you. We need to quote you on that. And <laughs> thank you. Yes, it's beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing. This was a great conversation and we'll have to do some more some more of this on forgiveness and some yes, of no, thank you for having me on. You're going to have to have you on the radio show. Yeah. We'll have to talk about the power of healing with you. Cause I know you got some gems for me. Yes. I would love it. <laughs> and I'll put your information in the description of the show so people can find you and okay. you on the next one. Thank you and love you all.